turns upside down. I imagine death so much, fear so much, like a memory. When's it gonna get me? Am I sleep seven feet ahead of me? All right. Ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to You Good Sis Pod. Welcome back. Welcome back to you. Literally welcome back. To Literally me. welcome back to me. I think this. I hope this is the only time we ever record uh, in the AM. Yes, you're listening to the You Good Sis Pod, the morning show. The morning show. <laughs> I woke up in Maryland and drove, which it wasn't a bad drive. It was a good drive, and I like yeah. driving. Yeah. And you know, I get to sing or scream. I'm pretty sure plenty of other drivers saw me screaming. Um, gospel and musical theater and some 90s R&B. Had a great time. At 4 a.m.? I mean, no, no. I waited until like 5.30. Yeah, for, that makes sense. For this. That makes but it sense. was good. You know, just my gestures and everything. But driving safely still. I drive a stick, so I have to keep my hands. What is that, Dawn? Dawn drives are literally the best. They are. So nice. They are. Oh, my God. Yeah, welcome back. We're doing our morning show we have our little cups of coffee yeah that's a switch up <laughs> lex is reclaiming her time that's a switch up because usually this cup is filled usually. with some kind of alcohol no today's coffee mm. and you know what? if it weren't so like if it were just morning and not morning morning i would have like tried to grab some Kahlua or something for the coffee Ooh, yeah. but it's it's actual morning i actually kind of like this switch up though yeah i don't i'm not a morning person anymore but i, I like being up earlier never been like a morning person my mom has pictures of me on the first days of school nearly every year just in the bed with the curlers in my hair just knocked and she would take pictures of me until she had to wake me up because once she woke me up i'd be like please don't <laughs> At the age of six, I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't, no. Oh my God. It wasn't cute anymore, so she had to take the cute day. I'm now thinking about how we, well, in my neighborhood, I used to live so far out from school that we would take the bus. I would get up at 4.30 a.m. to take a 5.20 bus to school. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Do you know how many... (laughs) How many times my mom had to drive me to middle school because I missed the bus in my middle school? The zoning was ridiculous, so we had to pass like two or three other middle schools to get oh to mine. God. And I would miss the bus, and just matter of fact, be like, "You, you knew I wasn't, you knew I wasn't gonna make it." But I was such a good student. Once I got to school, it was like I didn't get in so much trouble for it. <laughs> we're like, stop by Burger King or something, get a breakfast sandwich before. But yeah, no, my little headache. Yeah, so we have another um, babysode, yeah. little sis, little sis um, episode coming. Little sis. I, I can't believe it's already been a week, honestly. Yeah. It's been such a long weekend. Literally, you good, sis? Yeah. How you been? I've been a lot of things, a lot of <laughs> over things. the weekend. So I drove home. Because that, I mean, thankfully I have my car in New York now, which means I feel safer just driving there because I can, I don't have to stop at all between here and home. Um, But it means once you get home, you still have to be distant. You still can't hug people. You still can't be all up in people's houses and stuff. So it was frustrating to still navigate that because really the safest thing to do is sit the hell down and, and not 
that's the safest. But to practice safety, pandemic safety in that journey was irritating, but still rewarding because um, there were just people I needed to to put eyes on and and see. And um, the church I grew up in has been doing this outdoor distance service. So it's like they put the speakers and stuff outside of a building and everyone stays like a parking lot yeah it's it's, it's at the building where i went to prom three years in a row so a lot of things that have happened (laughs) in that uh in that lot but not not with me i'm innocent but um (laughs) yeah but they use that venue and it's like all the cars pull up and like the families have their own little outdoor chairs and everyone just stays and it was really cute that is cute and I got to give my um, my niece another onesie because I don't I don't think I'll end up going home without giving her clothes for the rest of her life. Yeah, you're so. super anti. Yeah. You also are um, <clears throat> speaking on the voice right now, and I love it. It's because of all of the <laughs> singing in the car. <laughs> it's from all the singing in the car. I know car. you were present as fuck. But yeah, no, that was good. And then um, I was trying to come home and caught a flat. Yes, you did. I mean, luckily I was making a stop, so I, I wasn't on the road, but, and, and being from the area and having a lot of family in the area, I was able to get people to, to know what was going on and look out. Like my cousin came and like st- stayed in her car with her mask on and I'm sitting on the curb of the parking lot of my friend's apartment complex and my friend's like in front of her apartment and like her neighbor's trying to help me. And then I had to call roadside assistance cause nothing was working. And then I had to leave a day later. And then the people at the mechanic shops were trying to tell me I'd have to wait another day cause they had to order the tire and I'm in PG so it's like all these really polite uncle black men that just really want to help me and they're like I'm sorry baby I'm like no I love that I have to go back to New York I love that I prefer that though in Kentucky I'd be talking to rednecks no no I went to three different shops and everybody was so helpful and like the, the older black ladies who were waiting for their cars were telling the most hilarious stories I didn't chime in on because I was letting grown right. folks have a conversation uh-huh. and I finally matter. yeah I finally got a spot to, to change my tires and he called they called me in the middle of it and they're like I just want to let you know that we're gonna have to nothing the added money but just like really keeping me updated are you gonna be okay you driving back to new york so i was really glad i was in i was in landover pg so like really glad i was there when that happened and like also in the middle of maryland so i my i could call multiple people like tell my uncle where i was and tell my cousin where i was tell my sister where i was and it was all close by if i needed something yeah and then my dad kidnapped me This is not going to be a half hour episode. It will. It will. But I was trying. I was trying to breeze by. I was trying to like breeze by, and I ended up just staying in Maryland longer. And now I'm back. It has been a weekend. Like it. I mean, the, all justified. Those. Are it was supposed like, to be a three day trip. Yeah. It was five. And while Lexi was gone on her five-day trip, I haunted our apartment like the house ghost, just to make it feel spooky in here. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was so funny. Tyler, um, my friend Tyler, came over yesterday to help Mm -hmm. me with my audition. Mm -hmm. And we've been distancing together, so y'all freak out, whatever. Um, He's been like my one of two friends. Yeah, in the the little cells, the little quarantine cells. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he came over yesterday to help me with my audition, and he walks in. And it was, swear to God, it was daylight. Uh And he walks into my room, and he he comes back out here at one point, and he was like, Oh, bitch, you really trying to save energy, huh? <laughs> he said, it's kind, of, it's kind of dark in here. I was like, that's how it is. Well, you just reminded me to check the Con Ed emails. And <laughs> let me tell you, for these five days, that bill is low. Low. That bill's low. Shout out to you. Thank you. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so I just like, I just chilled, you know, like I literally like gave my, I tried not to be upset that my urge was to sit in one spot and eat a ton. And I just let myself have that. And each day that you were gone, like Lexi kept texting me like, I'm staying another day. And each day that you just said you stayed another day, I said, well, another day for me to binge eat. <laughs> And ghost this house, spook this house. Yeah. And then when you come back, I'll get it together. And that's exactly what happened. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's been a while. There was something else I wanted to talk about. I don't know, but we'll spook random for like 15 seconds. The word spook just reminded me of this crazy, not crazy, but just how 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 strange the times are right now and just how they bring up old conversations when i was in high school we were doing the wizard of oz and i believe in the original script they use the word spook in the jitterbug scene uh-huh. but when the wizard of oz was written spook was a slur yeah so i'm like in what context were you all writing this why are we yeah. using it and so um i actually think our our teacher taught us about that and why he was editing it's like i need everyone to mark out of their scripts this line and we're changing it to this or whatever and i think that he explained it either that or a student i don't know somebody took care of it but now when i hear that word i'm like context yeah context but you're a ghost of our apartment i know i think we've talked about that before because i love the word spook because of you know spooky halloween yeah um yeah and so now i'm just sitting here Filming YGS with my Gigi mug, trying to act like Broadway's back because oh. that's depressing. Oh my god, there's just so much happening. Too much. Too much happening. Really, too much. It's like the world is so loud, and I'm very happy that it is loud. I want it to be loud. I don't want to complain about that because the people who can handle it are handling it. Yeah. But it is just so, so much for me to think about. And this weekend, I really just like the brain shut down. It just, like, shut down. I couldn't take it. Um, so, yeah, this is my entrance back into Broadway's, my GG mug. Welcome back, <laughs> tentatively 2021. Thank you, Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we're just going to go full out about whatever comes to our hearts. Keep it short and sweet and lil, lil sis. Yeah, for the baby sewed. What do you have, um, what do you have, what are you feeling full out about? I just want to get at my flat tire out of the way because that was just deeply upsetting. So that was three hundred dollars. Ah! I'm upset. Oh my god! I was gonna buy roller skates. Yeah, honestly, that's roller skate money. Um, that's that's I went on a crazy shopping spree this weekend. Yeah, yeah, but um, things I needed, so yeah. like great. <laughs> I also watched um, a ton of documentaries and like different shows, but. I watched uh, specifically Disclosure, mm. and I watched Thirteenth for the first time, mm. and they were both very interesting to watch together, especially again in this loud world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to talk about this because I like have not given myself time to process all the newest information we've gotten. Yeah. Um and. <laughs> This is my space to acknowledge that. But I'm not processing it. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. I I want to acknowledge um, trans people and trans women and black trans women and and the injustices that we all are going through and then the injustices they specifically have to go through. But I don't even know where to begin on that. Like, it just seems like, rightfully so, we've started with 
Black Lives Matter and it's trailed off into a lot of different things, which I don't agree with. I feel like everyone's now doing a platform for I mean, we want obviously a platform for everything, mm-hmm. but now now along with the loud voices, we've now gotten into suicide and global warming and saving the animals and now i just feel like everyone has a massive cause um which is great but i i just wish we could focus in on where we were and again i've seen more and more like floozy ass captions that are just like here are pictures of me in front of a black lives matter sign but really it's about these tits in this photo and i just am like Getting it off my chest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Getting it off my chest. It all just feels like um, overwhelming. I wish, I wish, one, I wish that I knew more black trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to just, I wish I could, like, I want to help. Yeah. I wish I could help. You know, um, like you were saying, it, it's, uh, there's so many intersections when you, especially when you're, uh, fighting a cause or fighting for justice that's based in identity and not you know like an environmental action or but also like people's identities influence how environmental injustice affects them you know what i'm saying so um with i i I believe with black trans women in particular because we share some intersections and then there are so many that are so unique to that experience it's just like where the where the listening comes in and where the engaging and speaking with comes in and then where the fighting comes in and where am I most helpful where is my voice most helpful where is my ear most helpful where is yeah. my presence most helpful it's just deciphering that is uh like you said a a huge part of the black lives matter movement because that phrase we see well at least i see all day because my timelines are well curated (laughs) none of us are free until we're all free and and when the those of us in the black community who see the greatest and and most violent and most specific and targeted and even nuanced violence and aggression and injustice are continually mistreated and so blatantly so with people even in the community ignoring that and even engaging in that injustice it's just like Oh, yeah. I haven't. I ran out of words, and then I tried to use my hands, so I don't think that was helpful to the podcast listeners. But maybe the yeah. YouTube viewers could uh, see how frustrated I was. Yeah, but that's. I mean, yeah, maybe, and maybe we, we even don't have more of a conversation to have about that right now. But yeah. I, yeah, I feel the exact same. It just brings me to a speechless point where I'm like, okay, well, let's acknowledge. You know, the yeah. first step is acknowledging that it's on the brain. So, and the second step is to acknowledge when you don't have anything helpful to say anymore yeah. and you need to just read yeah. or listen yeah 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 i just yeah i mean now we now have this space that we've created for us and um and i that's that is literally what is on my heart right now so i just i'm getting it out Thanks, yeah corner someone said that i reminded them of fran and Aww. that's the biggest compliment i could ever get because i'm like love oh, her yeah, we love she just fran. tweeted about some kids she bought and i want some do you know Keds uh, posted for the blackout, for the economic blackout? Um, yesterday, I saw something where if you went to the Keds, because I was like, oh, I want to look at those shoes that I saw on Fran's page. And then I went, someone pulled up the Keds site, and they had, like, the black screen with, like, white lettering, and they're Whoa. like, um, we understand you want Keds. You can wait a day. There's a blackout today. Wow. And I was like, see, there, there are some informative, uh, pointed gestures that come from brands and stuff like that. I that." Love that. Th- 
as capitalist as a lot of these things will be in the end it's just sometimes the gesture is powerful enough so even if there's there's someone out there who saw that and paused yeah you know that's and that's yeah i love that because it It literally directs you away from the yeah they were like they were like we will be here tomorrow (laughs) i was like okay oh my god okay Yes. I'm about to buy some now. I want I the ones Fran anything. has. I, I want those. I want those. That was another reason my trip ended up later because, like I said, I, I br- tried to breeze by, see my dad, and he was like, uh, no, 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 stay, no, wait, no, stay, no, wait. And then there was that blackout, and I was like, how am I supposed to buy more gas if I have to look? I can find a black-owned gas station, oh, but yeah. then... Um, my phone was doing a lot of weird things. I was like, I don't, I don't feel like navigating. I'll just wait another day. I'll just wait. I just stayed put. Yeah, just a lot. I literally didn't buy. I did a lot of uh, online window shopping yesterday, but Mm. didn't buy anything. Yeah, you cannot. Yeah, because Lord knows, I don't know enough Mm. black-owned companies, and that's not my fault. Because I'm trying to do the. I'm about to get mad. <laughs> it's 8 These Kayla hands. I'm trying to do the research. I literally comment on uh, other, like, you know, not pages of my friends, but yeah. like other, like, Instagram established pages. I'm like, tell me the black-owned places. Tell me right. the black. Like, commented on people's stuff yesterday. I'm like, well, okay, where are the black-owned shops? Should right. need more. I, we need, I'm sure there are little databases. Like, we found that one for roller skates yes. if we wanted roller skates or whatever but even still there's not enough and I mean I know um you know what and that's that's something I'll work on this week with the you good sis Instagram to you know put the resources I find because I find them and I'll always bookmark them and even like I know if people need oh look I got this from Etsy I don't remember the site but I'll put it on yeah my shirt it says uh it's oh dang it I always assume that everyone's watching and not just listening (laughs) okay so it's formatted formatted yuck those are latifogans formatted um like the thank you on a carryout bag you know the red thank yous down a carryout bag but instead of thank you thank you it says black and bomb af down and um I got it I wanted it especially because like the carryout in the DC area the carryout we get food there all the time and th- that's where we get our wings and fries and mambo yeah. sauce and yeah like I a real carry out like oh carry out just so i got this particularly because i was like oh yeah like carry out bag but black and um another shirt that i'll wear a different day and talk about but i put them i found them on my friend's instagram and then i went to the etsy page and i was like i'm gonna put them in my car and get them a different day but then i saw that the seller's name the woman who created the page her name is audrey and that's my grandma's first name and I was like I have to buy it today <laughs> I have to support I have to get it and she th- she does like little handwritten notes with her purchases and it came all packaged all pretty with orange uh tissue paper that's my favorite color I was like this is a good choice <laughs> but no I have I have resources I'll make sure to share them on the you get this page and like you uh beyonce.com has that list of Gross. things and actually I'll be a resource thanks friend yeah <laughs> my problem solved yay <laughs> Um, there was something that came to my mind with the last moment you had, and I don't remember. Oh my goodness, this is what it was. So I'm going to go full out into this a different day, but the short end of it is my dad is a music person. He's a music person. He used to DJ. He is like 
the, that man, that man that's going to be like, you don't know nothing about this. Who is this? So my whole life riding with him has been quizzes. Who is this? Uh, Tina Marie. Who is this? Uh, Phyllis Hyman. Like my whole life is just music quizzes. And um, just riding in the car is always, is always music turned all the way up. I grew up, if I'm riding with him, we're listening to DC Public Radio. <laughs> like, And so I introduced him to some of my favorite artists when I saw him. I realized I'm a stan. For these things and these things only. Because <laughs> I've been struggling with this. I've been trying to find my stan identity. Because I was like, maybe I don't stan. And maybe that's a problem. And maybe there's something I should get passionate about. But yeah. then I realized it's just because they're not modern. I stand for the Beatles. I stand for Frida Kahlo. I stand for Josephine Baker. I want to say in this moment, I want to do a quick pair, uh, prayer for my future twins. I'm going to have twins. <laughs> the universe always works out for me. We're speaking on it. And then lastly... I found a piece of my identity. (laughs) I finally identified what Lexi did with her Harry Potter houses, and I said I would report back. Anyway, my Harry Potter houses. I am a Ravenclaw son. Mm -hmm. I am a Hufflepuff moon Mm -hmm. and a Gryffindor no damn it damn it i knew i was gonna you're on it you're on it it's gonna come am i the four houses or a hufflepuff you're a hufflepuff i forget what moon and rising uh moon is more like emotion emotion inner life how you it's not how you present to others right how you present is rising so that's my gryffindor Gryffindor is my rising Hufflepuff moon. I did it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I kept that from when I did my breakdown a couple of weeks ago. I think I might have edited it, edited, edited it out. But for future reference, my Harry Potter birth chart is uh, Ravenclaw sun, mm-hmm. Hufflepuff moon, Slytherin rising. I really feel like I would have been in the chair like in the sorting hat yeah and the hat would have been like slithering i'm like no 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 i can't live with them i can't i can't live with them and they would be like okay ravenclaw <laughs> that that i believe um I, I just i'm not i'm not i don't think i'm in i don't think i'm uh uh cunning enough to be slithering i think the ambition is what in the little sorting quizzes and stuff i think that's what gets it there but i i'm not cunning in pursuit of yeah. the ambition yeah. and also i'm willing to wait like if, if something's on ice or if something needs to time out or if i need to learn or perfect something before i really you know just attack yeah. it i won't hold back but yeah. i will be humble enough to be like there's some things i need to work on before hence my little musical theater break yeah but yeah for the longest time <laughs> this is now a harry potter podcast but for the <laughs> longest time i literally identified as slytherin because one of my friends on book of mormon convinced me that all actors have to be slytherins and the way that he made his argument and i mean He's so good at this. I hate him for this. But I realized I was tricked because I'm not a Slytherin. But for the longest time, I identified it because the way that he justified it, he was like, we have to be some kind of vain Mm. anyway, just to do this sort of field, whatever. Anyway, for the longest time, I thought I was a Slytherin. I was shocked to do my little birth chart and figure out there is no Slytherin in my chart. And I think the Slytherin qualities that I assumed I had were truly just Gryffindor qualities because it's like 
most of the time I'm just a soft piece of mush. And then the times that I actually am like, no, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. Are more Gryffindor than Slytherin. But see, I'm, I'm definitely a, a Ravenclaw son because even if, even if how I like navigate the thoughts sometimes can be a little cunning or, or Slytherin-y or I'm not going to talk to you because you are absolutely ridiculous and I need to be over here and you can just be ridiculous mm-hmm. over there. That's a little more Slytherin of me. But the Ravenclaw in me is like, okay, so what makes sense? Like, what yeah. is the background information? How do I navigate the information? Yeah. How do I use the information? And if it's not logical, we don't have anything to talk about. Like, you feel yeah. the things. Feel the things. I absolutely am here for the things. That's the Hufflepuff moon. I'm here for all of the feelings. <laughs> but once you decide you're going to move out of that, if it doesn't make sense, I don't have anything to talk to you about. Yeah. I don't. Um, okay. Also, with all this Harry Potter talk, I need to say, fuck JK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to make that clear. You know what? There's a there's a, a, a there's brilliant... There's a distinction between her and, and... This universe has yes. lived beyond her ridiculous-ass thoughts and right. words. Yeah, that should be sad. Unfortunate that they... Slight. God damn it! Why can't people just brilliance? You know, why just be consistently brilliant? Not saying you have to know all of the things or be woke all of the time or be PC all of the time. But when you're not, like you are, just we have proof that you are too damn smart to continue being wrong that aggressively. And then when you do it, it's just like your 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 heart's in a terrible place. At this, I have yeah. no. There's no other explanation. You are too brilliant to be this. Dumb. Well, also people don't know the the use of silence, and that blows my mind. It's just it's just so it's it's uh it's disheartening because also like that that uh level of of literature what's the word I'm looking for that liter that literary genius or that artistic and like crafting this whole world, which also often has many nuances of racism and colorism as well. It's just like wow, you had like such a brilliant talent and gift and could not use it to continue to do and be and share yeah. better it's just it's disheartening and I, that's not the kind of artist i want to be yeah yeah definitely it's like wasted potential anyway just god damn it anyway i stand by my chart though yeah for sure for sure I fucking. and you I know what i saw this post where the gen z kids were coming for the millennials for our attachment to harry potter listen here let me live my life. You don't have to be over here with us. You don't have to be over here with us. We're going to have it whether you like it or not. Don't be. So, I mean. you don't know what you're missing. I mean. <laughs> Who's this? I feel, I feel like your daddy now. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> you don't know nothing about this. You don't know nothing about this. <laughs> I feel like you. They'd be like, you're right. I don't. And I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. Oh, my God. Different ways. But, yeah. Um, I'm baby? proud of your chart. Thank you. I think. I wanted to. The 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 Megan Hilty Car- Carly Hughes moment. Oh, we right. have to have it. Well, this is the whole reason we're filming the show. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's full out no marking, I'm going to try to be completely honest about all of my feelings uh, on this. And if they're if they're much, I'll edit them later. But mm-hmm. we love Carly Hughes. What did you say to me earlier? <laughs> oh, I almost chased her down the street. Fact. <laughs> Fact. I saw her in uh, Beautiful. My friend Adam took me to see Beautiful uh, at some point early on when mm-hmm. I moved to the city. So I, you know, brand new, still sparkly eyed, still afraid of New York, mm-hmm. uh, which ended about a month ago. So, <laughs> so 
So I was walking, to, I fell in love with Carly on stage and beautiful. I yeah. didn't know who she was. I thought she was so freaking stunning and I wanted her track. I wanted to be her. Yeah. And then a year later or something, I saw her out randomly on the street over on like 42nd and 9th. And I, in Kayla fashion, froze. <laughs> But my brain was swirling and all I could think to do. And here's the thing, too. I also have bad impulse issues. So, <laughs> so I just was like, I know who you are. I want to be your friend. We're supposed to be sisters. And we're supposed to be sisters. And, and this is the moment. And, and the universe always works out. And the universe in, in our signs. Yeah. And this yeah. is a sign. And yeah. like, yeah, because, you know, I feel that way about my brain. I, when I when I feel connected to an artist in that way not only i like your work i see your work or i want that track or blah blah blah, or let me see what you did so wherever i do is like influenced by that when i feel that way like we are sisters in my head we are friends in my head it it happens it happens because it's like what it is is excuse me is representation like i literally like i saw her and she was this black woman that was so fair but she also is like like she's very ingenue but she was so like and when i say fair i mean um like the the the, the countenance yeah Yeah. her aura was just so like kind and open and loving and and she wasn't stuck in this like stereotypical black role you know i just saw myself i saw what i'd always seen and she was in a black show in a black role but she wasn't like playing stereotypes and i don't know she just like i really freaking related and she made me excited in that way right when i got to the city you know i didn't i didn't realize until i uh had to remind myself to write this down and speak on this but i saw her in ghost oh yeah it was like uh, my friend BB and I came up to New York for just a couple of days. We stayed. We didn't want to pay for a hotel or anything. Or I don't think Airbnb existed at the time. Mm-hmm. If it did, we didn't know about it. But also, we were broke. Yeah. And we stayed with some <laughs> with some uh, Howard alum in Bed Stuy. And we were like, let's go see any show. And we were like, oh, Ghost. Um. So yeah, sorry and that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Carly Hughes for all for any non Broadway fanatic listener. Um. Brilliant talent um also, she's on tv so. also yeah yeah brilliant yeah brilliant talent so in general so look so carly hughes is uh best friends with megan hilty who they're best friends this is my full out statement of this megan hilty is my alabaster queen <laughs> i <laughs> i love her It's like, and I think, I think, I think why I have to, why are you so weak? Alabaster. No, but why I have to word it that way is because when I started following Megan Hilty's work and career, I was, uh, I want to say a teen. <laughs> it was done. Only watch on YouTube because the, the sincerity of how you delivered that lot. Anyway. Please go on. No, listen, please listen. I have to I have to give you the background because as I said last week, my entire theater background, like my resume in particular, um, it's just black as hell. It's been that way since I was six. Since I was six. Yeah. The very first thing I did was the chocolate nutcracker. Shout out to Misty Copeland because she did that at one point when she was a teenager. But just from the very top from the top and uh, but of course i've like uh grew up in dance studios where the you know if you go to 
a lot of dance studios have a huge Broadway influence in the numbers they choose. So I grew up dancing to a lot of, of Broadway tracks right. and studying a lot of musicals for competitive dance, right. even when I wasn't doing theaters, like theater these months, dance these months, but I'm still listening to Broadway all the time. And so, you know, like I, I still adored, you know, like your Bernadette Peters and uh, the the Patti LuPone's of the world, and or there are no Patti LuPone's of the world, there's Patti LuPone. Yeah. And like Barbara Streisand and, uh, you know, like I have... Uh, those one of a kind people. Those one of a kind people. But most of the people I followed deeply in theater were, you know, the, the black women were the Audra McDonald's and the Lilius Whites. And, you know, so... Um, when I when Smash came out, I had a professor who was like, now we tell you to like look into these black artists and like reach out to them. And when you see them speak and, you know, respect the people who are doing work before you in an industry that's not so welcoming. And he said, and this show isn't necessarily that it's not going to give you that black space. But he said, you need to watch it because as far as like screen work and TV work and that industry work goes, he goes, that's some of the most honest to truth work you'll see about how the industry of Broadway works. And I was like, okay. So we were all watching it. We were all talking about it, blah, 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 blah. And I don't believe in inviting people to the cookout. I don't invite, I don't believe in inviting people to the family reunion and that whole joke. Cause there are even some skin folk that don't need to be at the cookout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but if, if your two little cousins at the family reunion do the talent show and two of them want to sing, they just keep moving the line. I won't complain. I won't complain. <laughs> I won't complain. But um also Ivy Lynn is Marilyn. I'm not arguing with anyone about that. Now I will say Catherine Yes, Smash. <laughs> um Catherine McPhee, we love. Karen Cartwright, Karen Cartwright, got on my nerves. Karen yeah. Catherine McPhee, Catherine Foster, love. Um but Ivy Lynn is Maryland. Um, Megan Hilty as Ivy Lynn. We were obsessed. Obsessed. Like, imagine all these little uh, black theater kids in, like, the towers of Howard University making sure to watch uh, Smash on my tiny-ass TV that my dad gave me before I went to school. And I was just like, I this, she's... Wow, what what a talent, what a gift, and like you said, just like that aura, like yeah. just like when when you, or even like when I hear of people I know who have been around or worked with her, just like a genuine spirit or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I say all this to say, Carly Hughes and Megan Hilty are best friends. They are like their family. They're quarantining together, like in their cells, or I don't know their setup, but they did um, the the Pass the Mic series where a lot of uh, white actresses are passing their Instagram accounts to black actresses in the Broadway industry um their trade-off was amongst each other and so Carly Hughes took over Megan's Instagram for a day and uh then they did an Instagram live together which I did not watch live because I don't I don't know what I was doing but I watched all 59 minutes the next day <laughs> and it was beautiful <laughs> And yeah, I just wanted to go full out about that because just watching that brought me so much joy. It was um, just them and their water and their wine. Were they like, I mean, how did they conduct their lives? Was was so interviewing? Were they interviewing? No, it was kind of. It was um kind of free where they just like, kind of like, kind of like this yeah but you know less you know more Instagram live less mic setup uh but yeah, yeah just hanging. just. Uh, Really, and and then you know, sharing information, sharing thoughts. Um, oh my goodness, the 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 moment though that made me say, I have to write this down to talk about it on the show, and I have to be honest about the fact that I've been calling Megan Hilty that for the past eight years. 
Oh, Alabaster Queen. <laughs> I have to be honest about that because um, she was talking about the book White Fragility, which um, as someone who spends a lot of time on Twitter, especially with like a lot of uh, black activists and black intellectuals on my timeline, I know there are a lot of thoughts and feelings about that particular text. But what it has, what Megan has said, is, has given her and what how she was sharing it. It's a very interesting conversation. But she said, you know, I know some people are repulsed by the idea of white fragility, especially like white people. And she said, um, I am very white and I'm very fragile. And I was like. <laughs> You said you're not invited to the cookout. I said, I'm a, I'm a, my little, I'm a, for the family talent show at the reunion, I'm going to teach those little cousins. They just keep moving. They singing that song. You're like, here's a to-go Here's a. I see you. Here's a to-go. I might tell you what cheeses I used in the mac and cheese. I might. That's too far. That's too far. Not even black people get that gift. No, I said which ones. I didn't say what ratios. I didn't say I didn't say what other ingredients. I didn't say no times, no temperature of the oven. I said the cheeses. Mm-hmm. But um might still. Might. But no, that that live brought me great joy. Also because um at the top of quarantine, I was taking a lot of like a scene workshops and casting director workshops, and I had to stop because I was tired of talking to people who were trying to learn how to be allies, especially because there was that shift where it was just pandemic and then it was pandemic and the explosion of other people being involved in yeah. Black Lives Matter who weren't initially. Um, then the conversations changed and we started like not going into the scenes but wanting to talk about the state of the world, and I was like, I can't do this with y'all yeah. <laughs> every week um because i i told them plainly and, and i i can't believe i said this to a casting director's face on zoom but i was like i'm not used to practicing the grace it takes to talk to someone who wants to be an ally so i'm not used to that yeah never had to do it never as so i'm not saying I, I i didn't i didn't make any excuses because right. that's not the space but me saying separately now to you all i never saw a need i never had the demand i never um, even if there was the friction, if there was like, is that someone's el- someone else's calling? Yeah. Like my calling is to just do the thing and you watch me do the thing. Yeah. And if you got me fucked up, I'll tell you. And someone else can do the teaching. Because I, I teach little black children musical theater. That's it. Well, that's something that we're not talking about enough. Like, yeah. Is is that a lot of black people just don't have the vocabulary for this? Like, or, or even the, the will or the energy? Because even if they yeah. wanted to, you don't have to. Yeah, I have to. You don't have to. That's one thing I appreciated about the live is Megan was saying, you know, I'm learning, I'm reading. It's I. She was like, I have book recommendations for white parents that I've been. I have children's books for my children mm-hmm. that I've been mm-hmm. using. Just like I have my own literature, they have their own literature. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's yeah. why I'm like, I'm so grateful for the loud, like for the people who can fight and who do have that patience for the allies and all that. They, like I want them to keep doing that kind of work. But me, I just, like, as I'm trying to figure out everything for myself, I'm like, this is not the time for me to be talking to white people about any of this because I'm, I'm trying to figure it out for myself. I'm talking to black people about it right now, and I'm still like, I'm, I'm taking a pause. I yeah. You know, like, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm... Um, I want to go watch their live. I'm sure it's still live. It, it was cute. It was really yes, cute. But, but, yeah, that was, a good, that was a good conversation to watch because... Um, I ain't got it. Yeah. I ain't got it. 
I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. I ain't got it. I ain't Hopefully got it. next week we do. Yes. Okay, so we're back with a full episode yes. next week and a special guest. We won't announce it. No. Very excited about our special guest. And yeah, we'll return to a full episode. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the little sis little sis pods we love them so much yeah excited to do more mm-hmm. yeah sure. it'll be cute but i'm gonna be excited to go back to ain't that um yeah and let us know your thoughts let us know what you've been thinking please go subscribe rate and review us everywhere youtube apple uh y'all know the deal yeah um i think podcast wise i mean first and foremost as we've been saying throughout this episode youtube we're on youtube you can watch us ridiculously try to get through these conversations which i would assume is more interesting but if it's more convenient to you the podcast is on apple spotify soundcloud i gave up so i kind of got love that you uh, i don't know i just be pressing subscribe and where it goes it goes yeah, i mean not subscribe subscribe but publish instagram and twitter you good sis pod email you good sis pod at gmail.com yeah fish i love saying that and that's all for this week yeah email us with uh black business recommendations Tell us how to share doing. yeah are you good are you sis bro folks folks what's next Okay. I remember that night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I wish I had picked it up. <laughs>